and welcome to the Hoops Crew. It's the best sports podcast that you've never heard of. I'm Frank Severich, and you've probably never heard of me either, but that's okay, because we are back this week to talk about another incredible sports movie. We are talking about the 1992, 1993, 1992 uh, sports masterpiece, The Mighty Ducks. Uh, We're going to get into all of it today. Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. Quack, quack, quack. Um, Before we get into the show, I, of course, have to give a shout out to our international listeners. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the country of Poland. I know uh, uh, we got a listener from Poland uh, and uh, wanted to make sure that he knows that we're thinking of him right now. Uh, and and sending a lot of love from the podcast to, uh, from us to Poland. We're also, of course, thinking of our listener in the UK, whoever you are, uh, we love you. Also need to give a shout out, as always, to the kind of the honorary sixth co-host of the show, Michelle Yeoh. Uh, Michelle couldn't be here tonight, but um, I'm sure she she she'll be here next week. She'll be here next week. I'm being told she'll be here next week. Um, what else is there to say? Oh, uh, three of us are in person for this episode. We'll get to that in a second. But before then, I need to welcome my first amazing co-host coming to us live from Chicago, Illinois. It's Mary Catherine Curran, the, the, the queen of the Renaissance herself. Hello, Mary Catherine. Hello, Frank. Um, the queen of the Renaissance is Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. I am but a humble foot servant. Um, in the army. And I, in the hive, the beehive, yes. Um, I am a willing worker bee. And last night I saw Blue Ivy Carter in person. Wow. Dancing, so. wow. What wow. was she doing? Day one of Leo season, my season. Uh, yeah, your bitch is one it, okay? Um, our, our, our guest right now is nodding. He's just nodding mm-hmm. and, and we'll get to him and his thoughts on Leo season here in a second. But of course, before we get to him, I need to welcome, um, sort of the, the, the Leo of the podcast, <laughs> more like Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah, there we go. Uh, it's Greg Toomey. Hello, Greg. How are you? I just want to, you know, fans of the pod know this. I do not like Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. <laughs> so I will take Leonardo the Ninja Turtle all okay. day. Oh, okay. 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 And because I I'm okay would with fuck Raphael. Oh. You would fuck Raphael the Turtle? Yeah, he's cool but rude. He is cool but rude. That's true. Raphael is cool but rude. Give me a break. And Michael I think. Those, those things, those, his dude. little things kind of look like the shocker, too. So I think that's true. <laughs> he does have the most they're sexual they're of the weapons. Yeah. Raphael has the um, the double dagger situation. We call yeah, it a side. Like, um, oh, I was going to say it's Psy. mini trident the, energy. Ninja turtle mini style. <laughs> Sir. Ninja <laughs> turtle. No, <laughs> no. We're not here to talk about that movie. I'm sorry. I'm being distracting. Need a shredder. <laughs> anyways, thanks for having me here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Great to have you. See and you guys later, guys. I'm out. I'll take it easy. 
Uh, MC's about to log off. Let's bring in our final amazing co-host, uh, sort of the shredder of the podcast, Matt Sparacino. Hello, Matthew. How are you? Uh, hello, Frank. I think I'm going to have to go as well after <laughs> that. Uh, We're in that, your house right now. Yeah. That, in his own home, yeah. Yeah. Whatever just happened there with our host, Frank, that happened in the walls of my home where yeah. I lay my head every night. Yeah. And uh, that's because we, I think for the first time, are yeah. doing this in person together. That's right. Which is very exciting. So if there are any technical issues, listener, um, you can blame Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough shit. We had we had some technical difficulties getting set up, but, you know, it was our but first we're time. So we're here. And just like the Ducks, you know, we may be in last place. We may be 0, 11, and 1, mm-hmm. but we still have a chance at the playoffs. We still have a chance. You know? We're not mathematically eliminated. eliminated. That's right. Yes. Um, Speaking of not mathematically eliminated, it's uh, sort of the mighty ducks of this podcast, sort of quietly the seventh host of the podcast, because he wrote our theme music. It's Aaron Blyden. Hello, Aaron Blyden. How are you? I'm just going to say that sigh. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Doing a Ninja Turtles song is more... Um, viable, then, then you might actually. I'm just thinking about Vanilla Second Ninja Turtle. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a there great a, point. The, the, that's a great the point. Ninja, the Ninja Ninja Rap, yes. Um, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Yes, that, um, great song. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What'd you say about Shredder in it? Hey, hey it is Shredder, it, it is Shredder. <laughs> yeah. Well, that we that I have some notes. That okay. Was, yeah, okay. It was lazy. We'll we'll get there. We'll get. There. <laughs> what was that? Hey, is Shredder? That's <laughs> yeah. Instead of Hey, sexy lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Okay, now I get it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't Wait, catch that... it. Hey, sexy lady. Ape. April. April. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. See, it's already getting better. April O'Neil. I had a. Uh... I had a Ninja Turtles pinball machine at the at the crib. My dad had one, like an actual like arcade pinball machine. <coughs> yeah, wow, that's yeah. fucking awesome. Like a sick, yeah, it's pretty great. It was a pretty good. Uh, I learned everything I know about balls with that machine. Ao, oh, come on, I see what you did there. But we're not here to talk about balls. Wait, what do you mean? Wait, no good. Pinball. Like pinballs. No good. <laughs> what? No good. <laughs> no good? You, ball I'm jokes are no good all of a sudden? I'm sorry. What? Fucking we get John. one special guest and my mom got scared. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like maybe the best part of that fucking movie. Uh, uh, no oh, good. man. Well, we're here. No good? Uh, uh, yeah. We're, we're going to talk about a really good movie. Okay, let's do it. The Mighty Ducks. Matt, do you want to give us a little bit of an overview here about the 1992 Disney film, The Mighty Ducks? I would love to. And let me start off with a, a brief synopsis in case there are any folks listening who who haven't seen this film. Although it is, it's a pretty popular one. So I'm, I'm guessing it, it was a hit. That. This was a big, was a big old yeah. hit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the film came out in 1992. Some of us, uh, maybe all of us, were children at the time. Big deal. Uh, It is, I guess, the the one-sentence synopsis. It's about a self-centered lawyer, uh, played by Emilio Estevez, 
in Minnesota who is sentenced to community service and ends up coaching a ragtag youth hockey team mm-hmm. all the way to the playoffs and maybe even all the way to the championship. Wow. Uh, written by Stephen Brill, directed by Stephen Herrick, a.k.a. The Two Stevens, um, starring, as I said, Emilio Estevez, also starring Joss Ackland, as Lane Hans. Smith. Joss Ackland as Hans. Lane Smith as the villainous Coach Riley. Mm-hmm. Heidi Kling as Casey. Joseph Sommer as Gerald Duxworth, uh, who yes. Frank already referenced. Quack, quack, once. quack, Mr. Duxworth. And then uh, a whole bunch of kid actors who are pretty great in this movie. Joshua Jackson as the lead, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Best actor Vice, Brandon Quinton Adams, who showed up on one of our movie pods already. He was in The Sandlot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the way down the line to a young kid named Jesse Smollett. So this movie really had yeah. it all. Chicago um, Zone, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Chicago Zone. Yeah, we definitely claim him here for sure. Yeah. And as as Frank said, it was a hit. It came out in the fall of 92, uh, $10 million budget and grossed over 50 mil. Hour and 44 minutes. I don't believe it got any Oscar nominations. Not that I am mm. seeing. And uh, perhaps most important, the IMDb rating. Six point five out of ten, which is lower. Pretty than... good, but the lowest of the films we have yeah, done so far. I'm kind of surprised by that. So it's lower. Okay. Sandlot, and it's Love lower and than Love and Basketball. Interesting. And I think so far those three that we've, I think they've been in descending order. Like I think Sandlot had the highest. That's interesting. Okay, interesting. Well, we'll get to the IMDb. I'm surprised. Yeah, Mighty Ducks is a very, very popular movie. This movie was so popular and so profitable for the Walt Disney Company that they decided to buy an NFL team or NHL team. Yeah, and wow. Managed an NHL team for like 13 years uh, after this. They were the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Um, wow, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing here that the Sandlot is 7.8 That's on IMDb. Pretty high. It's pretty high. And that's right. an aggregate, I, I suppose, of, of like reviews. Uh, like, aggregate of reviews, yeah. Are those user? Are those I think they're like, user. Those are just yeah. Any jabroni on the street, yeah. yeah. And then Love and Basketball was a seven point two, so six point. I think for IMDb, like six point five, still solid. That's but not- yeah, I would. I remember this movie being a hit, like being. And again, I was a kid, so you know, maybe it wasn't as popular, like globally or among all sure populations, but. Like my friends love this movie. Well, yeah, let's start there. Like, what's everybody's relationship to uh the Mighty Ducks? Aaron, uh, before we watched the movie last night. Which Aaron is also here with us in person. He is. The three of us were lucky enough to watch this film together last night. And he before was it you or Kira who said, How many Mighty Ducks could you name? And you got up to like seven, I wanna say. I don't know. I don't know. I wow. didn't, I don't, know, two or three. I don't know if I I don't know if I named that many, but I it was you impressive. did pretty well. You did pretty well. Of them. Yeah, it was more than any of us could. I wasn't say. naming all kids from the team. I was naming other people in the movie. Well, we named movies. we got Charlie Conway, Goldberg, and who was the third one? We got did you get Reed. Averman. I, I named Fulton Reed. Mm-hmm. I named Connie and Gee. Yeah. I named yeah. Uh, I named Jesse Bay. I named Adam Hunt. Banks. Yeah. So that's like seven right there. Yeah. 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 Um, there was a lot of characters in this movie after on a rewatch. Arguably too many characters. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's also sort of the fun of just like this big ensemble of kids. You do kind of wish you could get to know them a little bit better, but it's the yeah, it's we talk about. I, I will say, yeah. um, I and I, I pretty, I'm, I'm pretty uh, confident, and especially after this rewatch, I actually haven't seen the original one in a minute. Um, yeah. D two, the Mighty Ducks, is a superior film. Yes, um, in every possible way. Yeah. And uh, you do kind of get to know the, them a little bit more in the second one, even the new ones that come in. Like I know Julie the Cat Gaffney, uh, you know Louise Mendoza. We've got, got Louise Mendoza. Also, there. I think it is also kind of fun just to see how much crossover does exist between, for example between the Mighty Ducks and then D2, because then you also have the heavyweights carry over too, because you've got Goldberg, Keenan, right. and Carp are all in heavyweights. And then also then, you know, D2 is Keenan, but then Goldberg stays, Carp is not there. Like there's just a lot, and Sam Lott there, like with, the, with Luis Mendoza, there's the Buddy the Jet, Rodriguez and Luis Mendoza are played by the same person. So there's just, you know, a lot of fun crossover of the kids' films. Right. And the casting that was done. Um, yeah. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. The Big Green might have had some crossover. Big Green, for sure. Sandlot has mm-hmm. a crossover with the catcher and the goalie, yeah. right? And my, honestly, yeah, green, I, yeah. I was thinking earlier today, and I wish we would have thrown Little Giants into the mix. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> no. I, now that we're I was just thinking about how much that yeah. movie, I, I love that movie a lot. It's great. Wow. It's great. I haven't seen that in a long time. Either. She's hot to chop, but she's still got a squat. That's a line in the big thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, that's in, in Little Giants, isn't it? Yes. We yes. talked Because um, mm-hmm. that's. Spike, you know. Oh, well, well, that's it. Our time is up. Becky. Sorry, that was my <laughs> incredible. This guy, um, Greg. What was your relationship with this movie? Yeah, I'm with MC in in that the, the second movie. Maybe it was the age that I was, and maybe like VHS. I don't know, but I definitely have a closer relationship with the second one growing up. But in the more recent years have rewatched the first one a lot as well, uh, especially with streaming and stuff. But I, 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 we don't need to talk about that. I mean, I think Mighty Ducks, we can just say, what's the relationship with the Mighty Ducks? Ooh. We don't have to say like the one or two. I mean, we'll get into the movie, of course. Of course. But I was really close with the Mighty Ducks. Yes. I'm, a, I'm a Mighty Ducks guy. Like I, I definitely bought hockey sticks and I have hockey pucks and I have, you know, different things. And I got, I got, I thought I could rollerblade one summer, you know? So (laughs) I definitely um, got into it pretty heavy. I, you know, yeah. I think of the sports movies of that time um, as a kid that this was definitely one of the biggest ones for me, for sure. So this is in your like Mount Rushmore of Mount Sportsmore, like, like your sports movie. Uh, I mean, for, for the genre, it's probably in the top five for sure. Not you, not the general sports genre. Like this and love and basketball are not on the same Mount Rushmore. Sure, sure, right? Yeah. You know, but yeah, for for I think it's probably it might be my favorite of like those ones we just mentioned, like Little Giants, Big Green. Um, I would probably put it over Sandlot, not not as a movie, but just in terms of impact and like. Sure. Closeness with yeah, with it. 
Yeah, um, I think also I just really love I love uh, the I think I love the Olympics. Yes, and I think that there's yeah. definitely that because of the Junior Olympics. I definitely think that's probably why I was way more into D two. Um, and I guess you know I w- we were all pretty young when the first Mighty Ducks came out. As far as like, I mean, I was five. Yeah. You know, like I was still developing um and when d2 came out it was like primed yes um yeah prime time it also helps to so a couple thoughts so d2 the stakes are just so much higher because they're representing like the u.s as opposed to just this like random peewee hockey league in minneapolis or wherever they are in this one right and it's less about gordon bombay which is the big thing about this one that this I had forgotten. My, yeah. 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 Like, I think that a big problem why I had trouble connecting to this in the same way I did with D2 in the 90s. Although I got to say, it was better on the rewatch this time. I, I really liked this movie going back to it. But D1 is really about Bombay. Like, he's like a slime ball lawyer, which I had totally mm-hmm. forgotten about for like the first oh, yeah. <clears throat> quarter of the movie, third of the movie. And he's pretty unlikable, and you're spending a lot of time with him. He's drinking a beer while driving yes. a car. Pretty, yeah, yeah. I, I did yeah. watch the synopsis, but that's how he ends up getting sentenced to yeah. community service. He's yeah. like a PS, yeah, like just irresponsible human <laughs> yes. being. Yeah. He and it's it's it, it was interesting because I I didn't love this movie as a kid. I definitely saw it, and I'm like familiar with it, but I, it's not one of my standards definitely hadn't seen it in a long time and yeah as we were watching it i was very surprised by like how like the first 30 40 minutes of the movie the kids are very very briefly like seen and not and it's true we don't really get to know them that much and it i don't really remember d2 i actually don't know if i've seen the second one and i've heard my whole life that it's better and that's I feel like I heard we, we gotta I watch heard, D2. I heard 10 we times last night while I was watching the Mighty Ducks about how good D2 was. But unfortunately, we're here to talk about the Mighty Ducks. We are here to talk about the Mighty Ducks. And the fact is the Mighty yeah. Ducks focuses on Emilio Estevez playing a slime ball lawyer. And he's it's kind of and, and he's it's kind of I thought it was funny. His first name is Gordon, which the movie Wall Street. Yes. Yes. The character's name is Gordon, Gordon Gecko. Yes. I was like, is this a reference? I think because that's maybe within five years or so. Absolutely. But. And he's 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 definitely like but a similar type of lawyer where he's like, he just wants to win wants to and win. He's, he's greedy. He's and very, he's, yeah, he's that shit lawyer archetype. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. yeah. And but in Emilio's just He's not believable as that. No. He's too sweet. He's too, and he, right. he's better yes. later in the movie, yes. but he was never good enough in this movie for me to really feel super invested in him. Cause a lot of it has to do with his past and his history as a childhood hockey player. Uh, but spending all that time with him took away from the actual kids in the movie. And like we said, there were Except some. Except for Charlie. Except for Charlie. We Charlie is the one. Both with and Charlie wants Emilio Estevez to bang his mom. Really, he wants yes. Char- really he wants bad Emilio as his daddy. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That's just how it works. And Emilio movies. is daddy. Yes. But the other kids, mm-hmm. we don't like. What is Jesse Smollett's story? We don't know. Right. What um, he's he's Jesse Hall's younger brother, Terry. 
and that's his defining character but then we never see him again though he doesn't come back in d2 no he doesn't come back in d3 yeah he didn't make it back and we don't even need to talk about d3 on this podcast I, i'm just gonna put it out there i've heard that's a real godfather part three situation it really is it yeah. really is a godfather part three situation you know i, you I don't like it Sandlot. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we do need to talk. About yeah. It. Okay. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Matt. You were going to say something. <laughs> we were we were talking about with the Sandlot a few weeks ago about how it really kind of only developed those two main characters, and there wasn't much of a ensemble. This movie like kind of had the ensemble, but I feel like there weren't there weren't really like standouts. And it sounds like the second movie does a better job of that by shifting more of the focus to the kids. And just being more of a kid's movie. Um, but yeah, I, I was just really surprised re-watching it, how much of it was really, really on Emilio Estevez's shoulders yeah. as that character. He I I another thing in watching this that is like, I guess, a trope of a lot of sports movies, but also a lot of heist movies, is like they spend a lot of time assembling the team in this. Yes. Which I really like. Like they they get Fulton the the tough kid with the the slap shot they get the figure skating girl they like they spend these like moments picking up these other kids uh from other situations and bringing them onto the team which is really fun uh to watch how it all comes together in adam the end banks. adam banks gets redistricted into the team and then and, yeah. then and then wrecked by his old teammates they had to bring out a stretcher for adam banks yeah, that's fucked up. So yeah i kind yeah, of forgot he, about that he, what are you, what are and you, in the second movie, he gets hurt too. So my boy, he's a liability. Oh yeah, he tries to turn the hockey stick with his hand, and he can't do it. Oh, that's right, it. can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. But then he comes back in the end and is able to. And is able <laughs> to take to take on Eastland. Yes, Eastland. Because because it was after the Cold War, so we couldn't vilify the Russians anymore. So we had to choose that was that weird. some foreign country, uh, and we chose Iceland. <laughs> Greg, when you said you liked D3, it reminded yeah. when many of us years ago went to see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull mm. at the movie theater in Hyattsville, and, and we walked out, and everyone was like, this is garbage. And Wreckaway goes, I kind of liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Did you? It's not. It's it's skull, Greg. It doesn't physically lengthen your muscles. Both a flexible person and an inflexible. What? <laughs> <laughs> a phone just. Like... <laughs> There's been a lot of Something stuff that's been happening. Stretching just like pop. Okay, let's all take a let's take a breath as a team here. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> My cat's I'm going okay crazy. With it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm not insecure. About I think it's. It, I think it's a. I think it's a chaotic. The movie has chaotic energy, so this feels like this, a very. We're we're bringing you the real life. So what was the question again, uh, Frank? Did you, <laughs> did you? This is so not worth going back to. Did you like? Okay. Crystal Skull. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> did you like D three, and that's and that's what matters. Let's get into. I like D three. I think I think yeah. Should, let's get into the plot. We don't have to do a scene by scene thing. I know we did that for Love and Basketball, but that's a much more serious movie. We could just yeah. kind of hit the highlights here, right? I think. 
Yeah. And and this, this we could talk through this together. It's definitely more in the vein of the Sandlot. We're like, it's fun. And it it definitely gives more time to the adults than the Sandlot did. It's maybe more 50-50. Yeah. But it's still a fun movie. And especially as it as you get further and further into it and the team starts to come together. Um yeah. does have like a satisfying arc and build up to the climax. The f- when the movie opens, the first thing that we were talking about was and Aaron pointed this out, the incredible font. Yes, the, in the credits. Big, right? blocky letters. The gradient blue. The gradient blue and the, like, like synthy nice score that's, like, yeah. very 90s, late 80s. Very Karate Kid meets Rocky, like. Yes. Um, and it opens with uh, a little Gordon Bombay uh, playing for the Hawks which, you know, this will be even more relevant later, uh, going out to to shoot a shot uh, and he misses and, and it's clear they lose the game as a result of this kid. And then flashback. And that it was a flashback. It, it was just a flashback. Mm-hmm. Flash. Hey, I have a let's start. Let's let's hold there if we can for a second. Oh, yes. Did you did you feel like the age of the actor for Gordon was so much younger and the kids he's coaching was that supposed to be that he was so good that he was like on the you know he was younger and he was playing above his age that's a good question we because he's so young looking we said that we talked about how that kid really gives a full body performance because mm-hmm. he his face is so sad when he misses that shot and then he just like slumps down onto the ice really impressive yeah <laughs> Yeah. Of despair. He looks like if Christopher Nolan was doing The Simpsons and needed a Ralph Wigger. <laughs> <laughs> he has this dead fa- dead face, dead kind of dead eyes, but like sure. straggly like hair, kind of like I don't I know. Choo choo choose you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Got- okay, that's all I need needed to say. Yeah. But I agree. I think I think it was. It did kind of feel like a, he was so good. He was on the higher playing up team. a little bit. But then he gave up. Then I right. know. And I'm like, that's what. But I. He's a kid. Yeah, that's the part that but doesn't then, really. So then he's well. still. He's so then he doesn't play for 20 years, yeah. and then yeah. at the end of the New Testament, I don't want to skip ahead, but no, it's okay. We can skip all. Well, of- I mean, I mean, I think, well, yeah, there is the relationship with, I think it's supposed to also be that his dad was, you know, there was that whole thing with his dad. So yeah. maybe there's some, I don't know. They don't really get into the details of it, but he had a tough year. Movie for sure. It's not the first movie. Really, all three of them so far have, have had that. That is as a true. Um, but yeah, it's the the reason for him kind of like falling apart and falling away from hockey. It's never we never get the whole story. We know it has to do with this like, you know, initial memory and flashback. But yeah, there's like allusions to stuff with the parents. And uh, is it do they ever say did his dad like die? Did he leave? Do I think his dad died, died, right? I think his dad yeah, died. He, pa- he passed away the same year. And Han says goal, the two yeah. are not related. Right. But, but, and then Gordon nice... says it felt like it or something like that. Right. Well, and you know, and that's the thing, like if, especially if you're a kid going through like a really intense 
period of trauma across maybe just a few months. Like, I do think it's it's believable that he could just totally take a left turn and follow another path. What's maybe less believable is what MC was alluding to, which is at the very end of the film, he goes to a tryout for pro hockey. Well, that's, yes, that's the end of this movie is insane. That's maybe, yeah. oh, excuse me, for amateur hockey. Is for, it? It's, it's yeah. Um, it's still semi-professional. Or semi-pro, semi-pro. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a bye bye guy. Yeah, because they ran into those guys that are on the stars, and they're like, "You, hey Gordon, you are playing. You were really good, man. Well, <laughs> you're now in the minor leagues. If you want, <laughs> just let me know, and I'll I'll hook you up. <laughs> As if it works that way. He's like, "I got I got you, man. <laughs> right, whatever you want." <laughs> hey, Gordon, man, these guys to kill the peewees. Yeah. And the peewees? <laughs> this guy used to kill in the peewees. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Want a shot? He walked on to AAA baseball. And Listen like, to no, this I'm guy. Little League with this kid. He was great. Uh huh. Well, what team did those guys play for? You know, were they the Hawks? Were they Cardinals? They must have been hot. Well, I don't know. They just say. I think it was the was like the word of Gordon so big that like it spread across the nation. Like there's this kid in Minnesota playing for the Hawks. The newspaper that we see flash up on the screen. I think the subheader is like the number one, the nation's number one news uh, hockey newspaper or something like that. Yeah, that was insane. It is insane. It is insane because like, I was like what number one hockey publication. That's what it is. Number one hockey publication, and it's covering Minneapolis peewee hockey on the. It's front. a big deal there, Frank. All right. Um. Anyway, so we uh we flash forward from the seventies. Oh wait. Oh, sorry. Going back to the credits, we're like uh, skipping over a moment here. Aaron saw written by Steve Brill, and he was like, "Oh, Stephen Brill," and then what? After that, I don't know. It's just he directed Little Nicky. I, he's, the, I, I, he's like he did some other like sort of like '90s comedies. He's a big Sandler. Yeah, guy. he's Adam Sandler's bud. Yeah, so he's done. Uh, what did he do? Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. Little Nicky. Oh, Heavyweight. Heavyweight. Which is like like '90s kids sports movie adjacent. It's adjacent. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Oh, the wedding. Scene? He also yeah. is the lawyer in the beginning. Yes. Yeah, it looks like he cameoed in the Wedding Singer and and some of these other movies, including. Uh, yeah, he's he cameos in the Wedding Singer. He's the one that says, "Oh, Robbie Hart, I heard about you." And he's like, "Yeah, um, my parents died when I was eight. You want to talk about that too?" And then he says, "Why would we want to talk about that? I don't know." Yeah, why don't you go have a few drinks and you know drive home? That's funny. that's. An iconic moment from the wedding singer, um, but also makes sense because there's some overlap of um, Ben Stiller in there too, obviously. And the kids, a lot of the kids are yes. the same yes. from heavyweights, so it makes sense. Which is a sports adjacent movie, kinda. Yeah, I would say. I mean, it's about a fat camp, so like <laughs> they're trying to get them into shape. Yeah, but they do have the blob, and uh, which is featured in a couple of other movies as yeah, well. Yeah, in Wet Hot, right? And also yeah. Connie from Ducks 
plays Katie in Wet Hot American Summer, which I learned today. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Blew my mind. You learned that today? Yes. I, I'm, I'm bad at connecting faces and actors, though. So, um, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, okay. So we flash forward 20 years. We're in the courtroom. Gordon Bombay is the sleaze bag. He like <laughs> blackmails a judge or something to win a case at the beginning. I, I, I don't really remember yeah. what. He references a, a he references a case that the judge did previously. Ah. He was like, "You overruled for this, so you can't do it for the or whatever." He gets he gets he he wins like on a technicality or whatever, and uh, then the prosecutor's like, "You know, it's not all about winning," and he's like, "It is all about winning." And then we cut to his license plate, and and the tag is "Just Win" on the back. Uh, and he's he's bragging about he's like 30 and oh and stuff yeah. and then he's drinking while he's driving which right it's which is an incredible it's thing it's, it's incredible cold. thing to I see in a I kids wouldn't recommend movie it. Yeah. yeah and that's that's the thing this is another thing we've talked yeah. about before with the sale lot is kids movies they used to have a little bit more of an edge a little bit more bite a little hairier yeah oh yeah sure like and there's we get a little bit of cursing in this movie, not not anything too much, but yeah, yeah drinking while driving, yeah, uh, not what you would expect in in like a kids movie these days. No, no, I don't think the Walt Disney Company would put out a movie. And you know, maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he gets pulled over. The cop gets it. What is there? He does a bit or something. When the cop cop rolls down his one, whatever he gets, he gets cited for drinking and driving. He cuts a deal with the judge, and the deal is, or his boss cuts a deal with the judge, which is he can't. He has to go on probation from his job, take a leave of absence, and he has to do five hundred community service hours. But he's still salaried. He is. Yes, that's what they the say. Fucking, that fucking but Mr. Ducksworth is like. You're still going to get salary, which is like kind of like ruins the stakes almost immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> you're still getting paid. Being put out, the only thing being put out is your pride of your job where you're, sh- you're like a, a scumbag lawyer. <laughs> so now you're getting paid to not be a scumbag lawyer and then coach some kids in hockey. Like he's getting paid still. He's getting paid still. And then- put that out there that that is part of i'm fairly certain as a part of that movie. i believe it i believe it and then he drives a limo out onto the ice oh yeah to meet the kids that was a, a power play i guess nice maybe play there okay there we go um and he meets the kids and the kids are rude crude uh dudes with attitude um but not cool they're not cool. They're they're scrubby little uh, they're, they're uh, rascals. They're they're, it's not, she has no interest in these kids. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't think they're cool. Um, wait, before then though, we not meet like kids. Raphael. No, they're not cool, but rude. Yeah. No, no, they're, no, they're they're just rude. Just rude. Yeah. Oh right, there's that scene with oh, like the. We met them the by them putting shit in a bag and having someone grab it. Oh. 
you follow the dog and they're like, get in the yeah, get, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, shit, shit in the purse. Yeah. Like, watch the dog shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like this guy did something to them. No, he's just a red. That's why I was confused. Passerby. You know, so they put the dollar bill hanging out of the purse. Guy sees it. it, picks up the purse, puts it in the car, starts to drive away. And Kira or you, Aaron, I can't remember, was like, that guy could have just been being nice. Like he could have seen the purse and had been like, oh, I'm going to like take this to the police but or he whatever. Looks around. He does look around. Right. It's, it's a classic bit that shit in a purse, attach a dollar bill to it. You don't, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's You're right. Bit. It is a classic. It's a classic bit. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I think this movie, the writer just had like twelve ideas for a movie. Yeah. And part of part of them, one of them was that okay, this is kind of like a dangerous minds thing where he's teaching the kids not just to play hockey, but like you know, about being good kids in the community and, like, caring more, right? Don't you feel like there was something there? Because, like, they kind of make them out to be kind of, like, rough, like, at first. But then it shifts. That all of a sudden, they're not rough. They're just, you know, kind of goofy. That's a good point. They, They kind of do, like, an Aladdin thing at the beginning where they're, like, you know, on the outskirts of the law, but they've got good hearts sort of thing. Right. And But then that angle is kind of dropped, but they're still good kids. You know, we like yeah. them. Uh, we're always on their side. Um, there's but like, why? When, yeah, if you're just a bunch of cre- like jerks, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the thing is that they make them out to be a bunch of jerks in that first scene, but then it's like, well, no, they're just kids it's like well yeah the guy they just on- dropped that whole thing of them just being like it, it's an it's an it's very um i had a hard time rewatching. <laughs> yeah me too oh you didn't it have- was like oh no i think i just like i would have rather watched d2 <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. See? And I think there's just like a lot of like bouncing around and like and and I'm just like, okay, wait. So we're just skipping. We're just kind of skipping ahead certain things. Yeah. There's just also a lot, there's a lot of quacking at authority. Um, which is we great. Love, we love, love that. that. Which we do love quacking at authority. Quack, 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 Mr. The authorities in your life yes. do so. Yes. If you are a student in a classroom. And you start to get bullied by your peers, and an authority figure comes in. Uh, yeah, keep going. You should start quacking yeah, at them. Just yeah, yes. definitely. Yes, right. Quack. I also want to give a shout out to a character in the '90s that's in a lot of movies. Uh-huh. The cool, hip, like rock and roll, like driver. Yes. For the for the main character. So Blank check comes to mind. Yes, yeah, you know Steve yeah. Gainey. I know him from Con Air, where he plays Swamp Thing, <laughs> where he is also the driver. He's the pilot. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Die Hard. Die Hard had that driver. That driver at the beginning. That you know, there's like the cool driver thing that, for some reason, was a big deal. And then he goes away halfway through the movie, by the way. 
He does, but he's he's at the the final game. He's on the ice with he them is. at the end. He's celebrating. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys where like no, but he's there when the um when Fulton is yeah. hitting the pucks too. Yeah, yeah. They're through it all. He's and he doesn't. You don't need to give him any lines. He may have like four lines. His face yeah. says it all. Yeah. He's a good kid. Like you see him, and it's like, yeah, he drove him everywhere. He's. We should do a like Disney Plus series about MC Ganey, um, like his driver character. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I. You know, Frank, be careful what you wish for, buddy. <laughs> We're gonna be looking well, at that shit with AI actors. Well, and- uh-huh. yeah, good point. That's a good point. And there was a Disney Plus series about the Mighty Ducks with Lauren Graham and Emilio Estevez. Yeah, has anyone seen that? Pedro watched. I, it. I, I don't, watched the first season. I, I, I watched every episode of it. I heard it was terrible. Was it? It is the worst thing I've ever seen, and I got through it all. Wow, oh, it's terrible. And it's it is. It is no law. It's one of those things that they took down. It is no longer available uh, for streaming. That, which well, I find just no like, way. Why, how could it cost you to keep it up there? I mean, just who well, cares? Don't want to pay residuals to uh, to actors on it. So if they they don't it, need the residuals, that's how bad that was. They, they should be paying Disney, or, or I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get into that. But it was bad. That's the point. It all right. It was uh, really bad. I wanted to like it. But it just... I did, too. I did, too. And I love Lauren Graham, so I also was kind of like, the fuck? I think I was spoiled with Cobra Kai. Yeah. Because they really hit that as far as, like, taking something from the... But anyways, we do rest. So anyways, they go on the ice. They get the kids. The kids they got go the kids. And, yeah. They're, like, stomping on the seats. Goldberg farts. They're like, Goldberg! <laughs> <laughs> Classic bit. Classic, classic bit. Another classic a lot bit. of classic bits in this Good movie. Bits. That that actor, poor that poor actor, in every movie he is in, there is a moment where someone says, Not this fart again from this fat kid. And, then, <laughs> and that got him work throughout the whole night. Yeah. So. He's, he's still Yeah, but I he's struggling. So it fart. He gets written in so the fart he, he went sober at some point in the 2010s. And now he's a stand-up, and he's on tour right now, like doing like uh, Goldberg, the Mighty Goldbergs or something like that is his tour. It's something. And it's just him farting. It's just him (laughs) farting. He's going on stage. Still with the Goldberg name? I don't remember. We'll 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 do some research. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he was he was like full on, uh, really struggling with um, addiction to meth, I believe. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But he's yeah. turned things around now, and uh, he's 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 still working. I think uh, so. So good for uh, good for Sean Weiss. Um, okay, so then the mom comes. She's mad that the kids are in the limo. Why'd you bring the limo on the ice? And he's like, I just knew it would be safe. And she's like, That's not enough. This is this is Charlie's mom. Charlie's hot mom. Have we have we even? Mm-hmm. I guess we've met all of them. Yeah, like, we've met all. We, of them. Yeah, Charlie's in yeah. too. But Charlie hasn't like stood out yet. Right. I would yeah. Say. He's just one of the kids until his place. hot mom shows up. Until his hot mom shows up. Yeah. Um, is a slime ball, so he's like. Eh. Yeah. 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 Uh, MC, you were gonna say something. I just. I don't 
know why we always have to have a single mom. Yes. Yes. Who's so sad. Also, do we know what happened to Charlie's dad? No, I don't think think he just left. Right. That's kind of the vibe. Definitely a mirror of Gordon's history. I thought it was an Immaculate Conception thing. Oh, really? Where uh, Charlie's mom got pregnant and Charlie's like coming to this world. And was that just me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Charlie Conway, not Charlie Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Well, her character has no last name. Just Casey. I guess Casey Conway, maybe. Who knows? But I don't think that any of them really have last names because it doesn't seem like, uh, like, Charlie is just Charlie until Charlie Conway is, I think, in D2 and D3, he is listed as Charlie Conway. But, but in the first one, I don't think he is. Right? In Jersey. 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 It is one is Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. Mm. Um, it's great right. jerseys. Oh, yeah. my God. Love. Kira, who was our, you know. Kira was not into those Our jerseys. costume correspondent was not into the jerseys. I disagree. I might have a nostalgic connection to them. Definitely so that's fair. Time. She did want to give out an award, which is the uh, Ali Grussel Memorial uh, Cocaine Eyes Award. Uh, <laughs> because in the Sandlot episode, she said that um, uh, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Uh, adult version. The adult version had cocaine eyes <laughs> um, at the end of the movie. and Which she did. And, uh, sure. Kira said that the the duck in the Mighty Ducks logo also has cocaine eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, okay. Which she does. So that's fair. I think that's a good observation by Kira. So uh, uh, we'll we'll get that. We'll we'll revisit that segment when needed uh, for the uh, honorary uh, cocaine eyes award uh, segment. Mm-hmm. Um, then what happens? They're in the limo. They get out. Uh, Gordon Bombay's like, I don't like these kids, but they're like kind of starting to win him over. He goes to see Hans around this point, right? Mm-hmm. And Han, Aaron had a lot of bad feelings about Hans last night. Aaron, do you want to talk about Hans? Oh, talk us through that. Yeah. I just don't trust Hans. <laughs> I don't trust Hans. Elaborate. Also, like he seems so lovable and 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 like quaint and like pastoral in his skate shop, but then like. He's also known Gordon like his whole life. He was at the game. Uh, and like follows, like intently follows this peewee hockey and at the same time just sort of accepts that this coach Riley rules with an iron fist and is literally a fucking psychopathic narcissist. <laughs> and he just kind of accepts it as like all these children are under the spell of this, this like evil dude. Like if you see some of his interactions of like the first interaction when Riley finds Bombay as an adult and is like, like you I talked to everything I know. You could have been so good. Yeah. And Bombay was like, yeah, been so good. And yes, master. And like seeing that interaction and then, and then knowing that like, that like Hans is just in there sharpening all these kids skates, the kids that have the fucking the rich kids with the, on the Hawks. And he's just like, he just sits, quietly back and makes a buck off of everyone and doesn't like doesn't say anything meanwhile he talks to gordon about how he just needs to love the game and yet where was he when gordon was a kid 
And Ronaldo's coach is like, win, win, win. And they chant like, win, 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 win. It just didn't, like Hans's role in this universe seems like the only way that he can exist is that he's actually dumb. He's actually a dumb, a dumb person. And he doesn't know anything, anything at well, all. Like, kind of. He's like really dumb. He's like really, yeah. really dumb. That he's not in the second one. No, he's they not. replace him. He comes back for the third. That's it. His yeah, brother he, he dies. He comes back too. to die. Yes, he comes, comes back, back to, to die. die. <laughs> now I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I'm also thinking of it more of like a Star Wars plot line, where it's like he's been around the game so long, and the Hawks are the Empire. And you can't just like go in there, Obi-Wan Kenobi with a light sword and face them down. He knows that the only way to take him down is with Luke Skywalker, who is the prodigal son, Emilio Estevez, coming back. Now he's going to train him. And he's like, you got to teach him, show him the real game. This is how we get the league back. He knew it was too deep. He couldn't do it by himself. Like nepotism in wherein like we going to get, you know, this law firm to spend a bunch of money at my skate shop too. Mm. Remember when they're racking up all the fucking merchandise? So what you're saying is Hans in it for the money. I think it's all about the He's cool for the money. That did seem like a bit of an insider trading. Like there might be some kickbacks happening. Okay. Yeah. Hans is a yeah. chameleon. <laughs> but maybe he's not yeah. dumb. Maybe he's just soulless. <laughs> uh, like Santa Claus, you know. Jeez, what? I'm just, I'm just trying to put this out there. I don't want to believe it, but this watch, no. this recent watch, really brought some things into into question. You're real. You're just not buying the magical German man routine from I Hans. I don't think so. Yeah, no. yeah fair enough. Okay. Uh, well, we hang out with Hans. We sharpen some skates. So Gordon. Uh, what worked there when he was a kid or something? Or he spent time there. I think his dad knew the them, and that's where he got his skates and stuff. But I think the pond was nearby. There is what I gathered that he skated on. So they hang out, and then he's like, "Here are your skates. I made them for you, nine and a half." And he's like, "I wear a nine And there. He's like, "Throw on some thick socks and get out there, slugger." Um, he doesn't say slugger, but uh, he gets back out there, he's skating around on the ice. It's like coming back to him, maybe a little bit now. And then, uh, what happens? Uh, gosh, oh my god, their first game is against the Hawks, of course. Mm-hmm. They have you're kind of jumping around a little bit, just, just to be fair. You skip, please go right yeah. ahead. So, before we get to the Han scene, there's two games, maybe three. The first is against the Hawks to get destroyed. He yells at them. He hates all the kids. This next game, he's trying to teach them to cheat. Yes. yes. He's trying to teach them. He's like, they're so bad. The only way to win is to cheat. So he's like literally teaching them to LeBron it, like flopping left and right, Luca left and right. And they're not doing it. And the big moment is he tells Charlie to do it. He says, Charlie, next time that guy hits you twice your size, grab your eye. The ref will call foul. Charlie doesn't do it. That's when that's where he like connects with Charlie. Okay, that was really brave. Then he goes to see Hans. Well, he that's when he sees and he goes to see Charlie's hot mom, too, right? And he doesn't even yet right away because Charlie does that 
and Gordon is pissed. And then he confronts Charlie in the locker room. And I can't remember what yeah. Charlie says, but he says something like, like, You can't make me cheat yeah. or something. You can't like make that. me cheat. Yeah. 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 But finally, I think kind of snaps Gordon out of it a little bit. Yeah. He maybe gets a little reflective, realizes he's been teaching children how to cheat. And, you know, it's it's kind yeah. of that's when he goes to Hans and Hans helps, I think, kind of get, like turn the corner a little bit. You must love the game. You must <laughs> love, have fun, love, find love for the game again. <laughs> Whatever. Again, I can't stress this enough. The, the progression is so much better. Yeah, get the, in, in D2 is just better. Yeah, and you know, have a good time and maybe we'll buy maybe buy a couple, one, two, maybe three jerseys. <laughs> maybe maybe we need like fifteen thousand dollars for the kids to be better. So just Literally, that's exactly the price that we need is fifteen thousand dollars. Quaint little Minnesota skate shop. <laughs> I ring it up on my mechanical cash register. Eight thousand, seven thousand something dollars. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe give or take. Give or take. He loves the game. It's the love of the game. It's the love of the game Perhaps. situation. Now uh, there's another part of that when he's buying the, when they're buying the equipment though, where um, young. Um, <laughs> What was that one kid's name with a leather jacket who was way too short to be? That kid has great style. I like that. I don't kid. remember that kid's name, but he's got great. Looks style. like Lot he of dresses heart. like Jesse Katsopoulos would have as a kid, like from yes. Full House. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But dressed he, like a bad looks, boy, but could never. He's got the picture in the thing of of Gordon as a hawk when he was a oh. kid. Right. So that's kind of planting that seed of like, oh, Jordan doesn't care about us. He's a hawk. Yeah. And, uh, and the Ducks hate the Hawks. And also the Hawks, when they play against them, there is there is uh, some subtle coding happening. One of the things that was kind of cool going back to it, there, there are two girls on the Ducks team, and it's a more uh, diverse team than the Hawks. The Hawks is all True. white boys. Um, and I believe they say something uh, shitty uh, and racist uh, at one point to the Ducks uh, about one of their lineups. Um, so that's like a part of the reason I think that we're supposed to not like the Hawks. Like, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. They're a little rich fucks. Yeah, they're little rich preppy fuckheads. White fucks. And then yeah. they, they bully them after one of the games. And then this big kid, Fulton, mm -hmm. Fulton Reed shows up and just tosses them into the trash. <laughs> and That's awesome. Uh, he does. It's cool as hell. Um, yeah. This and is... he's just kind of in the background for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Or... Well, no, just really like oh, the you... first like three quarters of the movie. And then he joins the team when he smashes the window of the van uh, with the oh, slap shot. So he's that whole time. He's oh, just. Yeah. Out, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. This is the point though where they're Which, adding, they're bringing in more people. Yes. Like the crew keeps getting added to. So there's like the original team, but then Fulton kind of comes into the crew. the The siblings come in. Yes. Uh, the figure skater. Yes. Um, and then eventually the redistricting. 
Yes, the redistricting. And also when they ask the law firm for the money, uh, the uh, head lawyer, the owner of the practice or whatever, he his name is Dr. Ducksworth, which is why the team becomes the Mighty Ducks. Um, right. It's like, you that's know, where they get those jerseys. That's, that's where, they, where they get their equipment. That's where they get their cocaine eyes from. And that's where they get the name. And uh, the kids are like, ducks. And and Bombay gives this like, you know, ducks, ducks don't take no shit, you know, because they know. That's what I said. Like that. Ducks yeah. don't take shit. <laughs> they don't take no shit, man. Any ducks out here, man. They don't take no shit. Ducks don't take any shit. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, you know, you come after one of the ducks, then you got to deal with all the other ducks. Right. It's about the flock yeah. and they all. Yeah. Flock of seagulls. No flock of ducks. He's like, I'll be a duck. Yeah, that's right. Mm. And that's the yeah, tough, I'll be a, yeah. tough guy on the on the team saying, I want to be a duck. He's like, I want to so go on a skate, but I'll be a duck. And, it gives him some, and that's fun, too, when he doesn't know how to skate, because then they go rollerblading through the mall. Super mm-hmm. fun. Harry, that is the most 90s thing possible. So maybe. good. It looks so rollerblading through a mall. Yes. Let's God go. Damn. Let's go, you guys. God damn, Goldberg. But there was a better version of that when they they rollerblade through the Mall of America in D2. An, an incredible opening sequence. Um, let's just watch it right after this. They <laughs> really did. Gather, what do people like about Mighty Ducks? We'll do more of that. And we're going to take an international. Yeah. That's what we're going to do with Mighty Ducks too. And they crush it. Also, um, one of the, the siblings is Danny Tamborelli, right? Which is yeah. uh, Pete from Pete and Pete. Yes. And uh, was he on all that as well? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I think he, he was like, probably a real skater. Pete. I think. I think he could probably skate. That was my theory on that addition to the team. I buy it. I buy it. Um, yeah. And yeah, so they do. They go. They teach Fulton how to skate. They pick up the figure skater. Um, and oh yeah, Bombay learns that due to redistricting, Adam Banks, who's one of the stars of the Hawks, actually should be on their team. Uh, he's like, um, actually. Uh, this kid should be on my team. And the the coach is like, what are you doing here? You're Bombay, what are you trying to do? And then he's like, I actually brought a lawyer. And, uh, you know, uh, and you can see here that it's quite clear that Adam Banks should be on my team. And, uh, and then um, the coach is really pissed off about that. <laughs> he brings in daddy lawyer. He goes to Gordon's boss and he's like, you have to agree to uh, drop your complaint, and in exchange, uh, Banks will continue to play for the Hawks. What are the terms of the deal? I mean, it's just they lose everything, right? The terms of the deal are like you have to withdraw your complaint. Oh, or I'll fire you. That's what it is. It's, it's yeah. You have, you have to accept these terms, or I will fire you from your job. And Bombay. Right. Like, you gonna he says are you gonna really lose your are you willing to be a are you prepared to lose your job over a bunch of kids and then he says something like are you prepared to fire me yeah over kids you were you were the whole over a bunch of kids thinking about being fair and about how it's not always about winning right like that would totally be yeah yes know. unethical at the very least oh he's a lawyer and that's when he says quack 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 mr ducksworth 
Um, quack, 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 quack. Thank you very much, Mr. Duckworth. Quack, 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 Mr. Duckworth. Yeah. Um, and at this point, it's it's about in the time when the movie where Aaron's like, this has become like a cult phenomenon where they're all just kind of quacking in random situations. The kids are quacking in the classroom. They're they're writing on the chalkboard like Bart Simpson style. I will not quack at adults or something yeah, like that. I will quack at my teacher. I will not quack at my teacher. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, but it's at this point, Greg, I'm hopping all over the place here. At this point, the team has already fallen apart, right? Because they they found out that Bombay was a hawk and they don't right. like him. And they overheard that well, yeah. misunderstood what he was trying to say. Yeah, which is which is kind of strange. I remember that being kind of strange. He's like, Yeah, that's right. Coach, they're a bunch of losers, right? Maybe maybe they don't even deserve to live. Like, and the kids overhear that, and they're like, well, I'm not yes, playing for this such guy. such a weird, like, such a weird I'm pretty thing sure you could have that was at stake here. I thought we were just talking about fucking hockey, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird thing to even be sarcastic about. But anyways, they overheard it. So then the next game, none of them go onto the ice, except for Charlie and Fulton. Once again, Charlie and Fulton are... They 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 show that they're loyal to to Bombay, and then that's yeah. So now we're back in the classroom, and Bombay's ready to give him another chance. Fucking wearing a great, and you can track the arc of Bombay's character by yes. his clothes, costume, great costume work on the film. Yes, because it really tells a story. What you see happening. Mm-hmm. He so starts in, in in shirts and ties and vests and Everybody's stuff. got great costumes in this movie. The co- the looks, the fits are on point. Everybody's serving Luke's. There, this is a, a a Luke parade. This is it's a real Luke Skywalker situation. I told you it's very Star Wars. Yes, it's very Star, very Star Wars. Uh influenced. Um Grania Preston. Grania Preston? Uh, did the costume design. So not sure how to pronounce their name, we'll but reach out uh, to their people, though. we'll reach out to their people. Also, also did-, did the costumes on the motherfucking Sandlot. Wow. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Jeez. Um, so Bombay gets them all back and they're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Even though they're 0, 11 and, and 1. Yes. They... Which we, I guess we did skip over the game where they tied. We do see that game. Mm-hmm. They tied 2-2 yeah. against, who are they playing? Were they playing the, uh, the Hornets? Cardinals? The Hornets. Hornets. They were playing the Hornets. I think the Cardinals is a different game. Okay. Yeah. Cardinals. Um, so they, they tie in that game. And then uh, because all but two teams make it to the playoffs in this Pee Wee Hockey yeah, League. 10 out of 12. Teams. And not the team that got measles. Yeah, measles. One team got measles and is just disqualified, I guess. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and they went, they beat who do they beat, Greg? They lose one, they forfeit one game to the whoever. Well, that was the forfeit, but then they're back and then they beat, yeah, they it's tied up and they pull the goalie and, they, right. and Fulton knocks that knocks one down and busts the through the net. Yes, that's right. And that, there's that great shot with the puck. And the puck's spinning, like, yeah. and the kids are getting out of the way and stuff. It's that's, a great shot. That's, like, what I think of when I think of these movies. Yeah, like, it's great. And I don't have much of a nostalgic connection, but, like, when I think of the film, that's kind of what pops into my head. Yeah, it's a yeah. great shot. Um, and so they win that game. They go to the playoffs. And then they play two teams, right? They play the Hornets and the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. 
and then there's the finals. Those, yeah, it happens. It so happens fast. really fast because there's there's so little hockey in the first hour of this movie. Like we see their first really bad loss. We see the tie, and it's because you know they're they're developing the relationships and the characters, and it takes a while for for uh, Bombay and the kids to get on the same page. But once that happens, it's just a race to the finish line. Like, and especially those two playoff games, because like the season, sure, making a montage, but the playoff games are over like that. And you're just suddenly in the championship. I think I said when we were watching it, like when the championship game started, I was like, this feels like it's the game before the game. Like Mm -hmm. you just got Mm -hmm. here. Um, But the, the championship game, they give it its due. It's they it's a it's a fun sequence. It's got a, a you know big comeback. It has all of like your favorite sports movie cliches, and not like necessarily in a bad way. It just it hits those beats and it hits them really effectively because it's they're just a great underdog squad. They are these kids are yeah underdogs through and through. Pretty much every single one of them. So that is what, and, and the thing is Bombay is too, like mm-hmm. being the coach and like being back in that world, it feels like he has something to prove and everyone's written him off. So. And he loses his job because he, he, he wants to coach this team. Uh, there's, there's also a lot of fun once he's bought in, there's a lot of fun training sequences. Like they tie Goldberg up in the net and shoot pat, uh, pucks at him so that he can get used to the pads. Yeah. First, it seems like hazing, but then Goldberg's like, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I am Goldberg. Uh, and that's that's a fun sequence. And then they're passing the eggs back and forth on the ice. And it's about like accepting the pass and stuff and being really gentle with the puck. Soft hands and Abram- accepting. Averman, Averman's racist for a minute. A- Averman is racist for a minute. And then he apologizes and then he can pass the That's egg. true. That's true. Hmm. Wait, what's the, what was that part? He does a, um, a just, wax on, wax off yeah, uh, right. thing with a heavy accent um, that I won't do. But oh. he, and I waited on him one time and I was like, all right, quack, quack. And he was kind of like, what? And I was like, you mean the only thing that you're really known for? You don't. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's just going to ask you what? Like, he doesn't know what that He was means. just kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess. He was just very okay. weird that- about it. I mean, I know he went to Northwestern and stuff, and I get that probably everybody in his life always yeah. reminded him of that. But it's also like, you know. Is your best role, so why why wouldn't you just you know yeah. embrace it? I mean, I'm on his IMDb it. page, and you know it shows like the known for kind of the movie highlights of a person. It's four movies, and three of them are the Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> and the right. other one is the Max Murderer, which decent. <sighs> yes, Myers yes, movie. because he's he'd he's 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 got huge cranium. It's like yeah. an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> he'd move you have such an encyclopedic knowledge of movies mc um i mean i could have done that to him what should i said you have a big fat fucking head nice, yeah <laughs> next time you win um well we're we're running up against time here and there's not really that much more to cover we're in the, the championship game where so. the championship game the hawks are playing like fucking 
dickheads and they hawks and ducks baby hawks and ducks and ducks it's the matchup everybody wanted to see bombay's all he's all freaked out and he's all afraid the refs do a terrible job calling this game oh my god they they the the, oh my god the hawks check banks in the back send him out on a stretcher and give him a two minute penalty but then when fulton uh responds after they check uh the figure skater um and and flips over one of theirs player uh fulton is ejected from the game ejected from the game how is that fair it's a dream on it's a it's a his reputation ah that's what it is it's a reputation and and that's you know i don't know that that's really fair that's what especially in fulton's case because you know let's be real draymond like punches people in the balls sometimes sure 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 but fulton what has he done yeah well just he just hits the puck good. He, he just hits the puck, puck good. And he's like, you know, he's 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 a big guy. He's That's big. A, yeah. That's, he's, he's a target, I think, because he's big. And yeah. it's a high score, it's a high scoring game. It's four four. He's a big guy. Puck. Yeah, he's a big dude. That's right. Big comeback, because isn't it four it's four nothing, and then the ducks just roar back, right? Is that what it is? Or, or are they going tit for tat, Greg? Three nothing. Three nothing. Okay. I see. Okay. I see. Um, so they score a bunch. Then Charlie has the puck. Charlie gets checked in the back too when he's going for a goal. They get a penalty shot. And just like when Bombay was a kid, it's one shot to potentially win the match. Yeah, nice parallel. And who's go- who's going to take the shot? It's got to be Charlie, of course. There's one big difference though, which is. It's what Charlie's coach says to him. And what does Charlie's coach say to him? Uh, you know, I wish I could quote it, but I <laughs> he basically says the opposite of what of what uh, Riley like, said to him. It's like, kid. listen, baby boy, it's, none of this like, matters. Use the force. Life doesn't Charlie, matter. You're uh, not here. I'm not here. None <laughs> of this is real. Reality is construct. No, he's like, just go out there, take Life your best shot. Movement. It's I'll date your mom either way, and we're gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm your dad. I'm your dad now. Also, just look at me. I'm your dad now. <laughs> it's so weird that there was like a trope in 90s movies of the little kid like playing matchmaker for yes. the parent. That's exactly what MCAT was talking yeah. about. Like, what is this? It's yeah, very it strange. Major trope. Um what is what is the triple deke? Can we talk about that? Because this is what Bombay suggests that Charlie. This is what Charlie does for this climactic like penalty a, shot, and it's like a maneuver that Bombay taught him. Greg, do you know? I mean, essentially, I think it it's just like a three, like cross, like a it's like a crossover. Okay, but on the third one, you you know, you kind of take your shot, or you make your move so it's like a one two and then on the third one you deke man some some people deke some people don't you know you're damned if you deke and you're deked if you don't and you're some people are some people are freaky deeks and that's that's true true. freaky deeks need love too right so so he makes the shot i'm assuming shout out to all the freaky deeks out there by the way so charlie makes the shot they win. Did you not see the movie, Greg? Well, just for the viewers who are following along. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I got and you. When the the bus driver runs out onto the ice, <laughs> he's fired up to be there. Yeah. He's so happy to be there. Um, you know, because he got invited. The one thing we missed too was kind of the this date that Bombay has with Charlie's mom. And I think you want, but you can only have four lines. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, she I kind of got the sense though that it was just like he was getting wrapped up in it too. And she kind of like puts him down a little bit, like, you know, this is cool and everything, and you're having you know, this is a good life moment, but like let's not forget the deal here. Like Charlie's here. We can date, but it ain't going to be like whatever this magical moment you think this is. Like, you're not going to just waltz in here and be his dad. So why don't you just fucking check your shit? Which remind me what happens to their relationship in D2. It's they don't have it. They don't have it. She's just not there. She's not there. Now she does come back in the third one. Okay. Sounds like they they really... The but they're not together because there's a different back. love interest in the second one. Who is his love interest? The, the tutor. The tutor. Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Interesting. So they got to give Bombay a love interest in all of them. Uh huh. But then the Bombay well, is not really in the, in the, the third one. And and instead, it's Charlie Conway. That's why it's a fucking mistake. We'll get to D three at some point, but D three they get rid of Bombay. You gotta have Bombay there, and they they lower the stakes. He's there in a prep school, and they're playing against other prep schools. Who cares? They were just Team USA. They were in the fucking Junior Olympics. Mm-hmm. It's about pride. It's about power. We stay focused. We devour. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they're out on the ice. Everybody's having a great time, and then um, we cut to the end of the movie. Gordon Bombay is going to try out for uh, minor league hockey because he just coached a peewee team. Hey, Gordon, if you're uh, line, if you ever want to, I got a line on a minor league thing. If you ever want to just like try out, I, you can, I got you. Man. You're hearing the voice of Basil McRae from the uh, NHL's Minnesota North Stars. Oh, wow. <laughs> Basil, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, no problem, man. It's like, yeah, it's like you, you like get on. Uh, you listen to this kid. Listen to this guy. He was a kid once, and now he's not. But like, you, if you ever want to play hockey again, we love playing with anyone who wants to play. <laughs> you know who wants to play? We just love when they want to play hockey, and you're an adult, and so you should just like try out, man. Like, see, I got. You just get on, get in your get, get in your pads, and see if you can survive. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see. We'll get see you out on the ice. And that's pretty much where the movie ends. Imagine yep. it's like a former Pee Wee football player was saying the same thing. It was like, oh yeah, try out for the football team. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go try out for the Carolina Panthers or whatever. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? XFL's always looking for players. <laughs> We are always looking mm-hmm. for good, for fresh talent. Mm-hmm. I Just forgot you were XFL, Greg. I forgot that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. We got the XFL now, buddy. That's right. We'll, we'll always have that. Well, let's let's do a quick go around here because we're at the end of the movie. Uh, let's rate this movie out of hockey pucks, uh, zero to five hockey pucks. 
Uh, Aaron, you're our guest. Why don't we start with you? How many hockey pucks would you give this movie? You can pass if you want to think about it for a second. I'm gonna, I don't need to pass. I don't need to pass. I'm just going to sneak. Triple Deke, I'm going three out of five. Mm, three out of five. Ooh. Wow, three out of five pucks. Okay. A very good score. A very yeah. good score. Uh, Matt. Uh, oh, and do you have a Hooper or Pooper, uh, Aaron, for this, this movie? Hooper or Pooper for this movie? Mm. Who shows up? Who really shows up for this movie? Can I I'm gonna just look at this cast right now? Mm-hmm. What's the name of the girl who's the figure skater? Because I really like her move. Is that Tammy? I think it is Tammy. Jane, Tammy and Tommy. Yeah. Tammy and Tommy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. You know what? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is too out in the open here. I'm going to go with Joshua Jackson. Joshua He's Jackson great. produces fucking instant tears in the scene. Yeah, and they're does. real. Yeah. He's fucking real in it, and it's kind of impressive. It's good. Uh, he's the, the kid. He's a great actor. Yes, he he's, he's the one. Should have played Anakin. He really Ooh. needs to have some. Uh, hey, good point. Uh, yeah, was he one. was he up for it, Greg? Uh, he wasn't. I tell you what, he wasn't down for it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and and that's on me. <laughs> he dodged a fucking, <laughs> he dodged a three movie bullet. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. No, Maybe it would have made it better. I don't a know. Lot. Yeah. Dang, yeah. Um, my po- I, my pooper is um. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if it's a pooper, but it's just a. It's just a new thing for me to really question who Hans is and what his deal. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. That actually helps me a lot with yeah. the with the with the movie. We do question these things that we were. Um... We were, you know, took as, as just yes. whatever when we were kids. And what what was Hans up to? I'm going to give an extra special shout out to uh, Jesse and Terry's dad, who also is like, I sacrificed my overtime for this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love. Oh, yeah. I love their dad. No, that was really good. It's a good moment. It's just like, just like, I'm, this is my one objective. Oh, hi. Uh, hi, Ursula. Special guest oh star. Oh my god. Ursula. Yes. So cute. Um, Ursula, do you have a hooper or pooper? Should we say? We say. Oh. Oh. She and I agree. MC. 1.5 pucks. How many? 1.5. 1.5. Wow. You had a tough watch. Whoa. Um, I don't. I'm I'm not even gonna bump it up to two. I'm sorry. Um D two, seven out of five pucks. Um <laughs> knuckle depth. pucks to be exact, actually. Ooh. Okay. Thank you. And I um I would say my um my hooper is um just all the women. <laughs> Yeah, Connie. I love Connie. Um, and then, but also, like, why is Gee pronounced Gee, but it's spelled Guy? I'll never understand. Um, yeah, that's weird. I don't really get it. But you know, race at the end. Yeah. Say again. They slyly just make out at the on the ice at the end too. Yeah, and oh. then they yeah, and then they make out at the beginning of 
the next movie as well. Well, they don't kiss, but he says, "Oh, they almost kiss." Close, right? Because the because mm-hmm. classic Charlie, you know, recruiting everybody to play hockey. I know because they're yeah they're playing. Um, we're back. Um, I would say yeah, I would say my my ultimate pooper is definitely just the unrealistic expectations of what people think they can do as far as um, going into playing professional hockey. So that's just kind of. Um, <laughs> I don't love that ending. Um, just don't don't love it after not playing for over twenty years. Um, it's gonna you be a no for me, dog. But you know what? He found he found the love, found the love of the game again. So do that. G two. How many hockey pucks would you give this movie? Yeah, I think it's a. This is why IMDb had it at a six point two or whatever. It's it's. It doesn't. It's fine. It has nostalgia and stuff, but it's just not. Didn't really hit for me this time. I think the two is where I live. So wow. This is a three. This is a three point two hockey pucks. I also think this movie. Here's my hot take. This movie is really just a hockey movie of hook. It's uh-huh. the same fucking premise. This old guy who's a lawyer who just hates kids. He's just tired of it all. Needs to go. Even say it. Teach him how to fly. And then at the end, he's saying goodbye to all the lost boys. And he gets on a bus and he goes back home to fucking London or wherever the fuck he's from. That's what I was thinking yesterday watching. I was like, this Mm -hmm. is Peter Pan. This is Peter Pan. That's a good take. Do you have Hoopers or Poopers, G2? Hoopers? Banks. For but actually, yes. I was gonna give it to Banks actually as I was doing it because he's definitely the the only real hockey player. But I think Jesse, Jesse is a solid. He's definitely like maybe as good as Banks, but doesn't get the looks because he's on a crappier team. Hall, right? Jesse Hall. Yeah. Oh, what'd you say? The first goal. Jesse Hall. Yeah. Yeah. And he's in the second one, and he's rip- he's Fine always me. just ripping, just going hard for the team. Yeah. You know, he wants to play. That's why he's not in the third one, because they went to that they went to that fucking prep school. He's already in the minors. He's he's above it. That's my theory. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh do you have a pooper, G2? Yeah. <laughs> the cast name direct. No, the uh I don't know. There's too many like random fucking kids who just like are just there like the what's the kid you, that was also in heavyweights that we were talking about lars or what's that kid's name carp yeah like it seemed like they wanted him to be a bigger yeah. deal like at the beginning of the movie and then they just not there like there's a lot of random kids that make no yeah sense. they're pretty rough yes and and they give them a lot to do in part of the movie and then and then just kind of don't wow yeah. he's the beefcake now He's a Matt just pulled up a picture of him. He's like a. You're gonna want to Google Aaron Schwartz. Yeah. Wow. He's a he's a he's a real handsome dude. Whoa. Yeah. Straight up hottie. Hottie alert. Woo. Aaron Schwartz. Aaron Schwartz. Aaron Schwartz. Oh, that's Larp. Yeah, that's Carp. Carp or Car Larp. <laughs> Larp. Garner. Oh, the sandpipers. Um. Yeah. Anyways, in heavyweights, he was J- Jerry Gar Gardner Gardner Gar. I don't. Know. 
Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> um, Matt Spiracino, how many hockey pucks would you give this movie? And do you have a hooper or pooper? Uh, Greg, what did you give it? Two. 3.2. Oh, okay. you gave it 3.2? Yeah. Got it. That, yeah, that's what I, because I also heard two initially, but I, I'll go, I'll go with Aaron and Greg and do a three. I, I was worried, you know, coming mm-hmm. in that, that I was going to be kind of like a, a downer or like, a, you know, yucking people's yum. So I'm very surprised. I thought that, um, I don't know. I, I I guess I'm just surprised. I thought there would be like more nostalgia for the movie. And I know Frank, you had a I think maybe a more enjoyable experience. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what you mm-hmm. have to say. But I would I think three is about fair. Like maybe if I was in a cranky mood, I could go down to two and a half. Um, but yeah, it's like fine. It's fun. It's solid. Uh, but it's it wasn't like a favorite sports movie for me. It's it sounds like, and I think Greg, maybe you you were the one to kind of put it this way that it's sort of like the franchise and the characters or MCAT, maybe it was you. I, I I'm not sure, but that like as a whole, it means a lot. But this film specifically is it's okay. Um Cooper. There's a lot of kids that were good. I'm going to give it to our guy, Lewis, the bus driver mm. played by MC Ganey. Mm-hmm. He the talk about cocaine eyes. He is nice too. Yeah. And at the sure. end of the day, without him, they wouldn't have yes. gotten there. So yeah. shout out to the bus Literally. driver doing work. Yeah. Literally, Literally we got, got there. Yeah. Cooper, uh, I guess uh, Goldberg for the farts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, that's good. That's good. Goldberg for the farts. Goldberg for the farts. Um, I'm gonna give it. It was a good watch for me. I had a lot of fun watching this with my yeah. friends don't, last night. Don't let us drag you to. And hey, Frank, no. the experience with you was a uh, at least a three and a half. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, that's like what I. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's we the are, Frank's average guarantee, baby. We are we are rating these out of five, by the way. Yeah, yeah. We never yes, said yes, yes. Um. I'm actually going to go with three and a half because I, oh. I, I was, I was a little bit worried coming into this one. Cause as a kid, I never preferred this one to D2. I always yeah. thought it was the way to go. So I would kind of watch this one, but always loved watching D2. So coming back to it now, there's too much with Bombay, but once they get the Bombay stuff out of the way, the stuff with the kids is really fun and charming and it's, it's just, it's fun. Once they, once they get to that part of the movie, the it second, really starts to move. And, the second half yeah. is a lot more fun. Yeah. So uh, I'll give it three and a half. My Hooper is going to be rollerblades. I think rollerblades uh, has a really good movie in this one. I think rollerblades has a really good movie in the next one too. Um, this movie made me want a rollerblade. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Maybe you want to play street hockey, which they do in the next one. You should try out um, for the minor leagues. Too. I should try out for the minor leagues. And I, I, I get a lot of yeah, it sounds like you found your love for the game again, Frank. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go with um, hey. this Minnesota North Star player. Um, his name, of course, is Basil McRae. Basil McRae. Um, 
he and I are going to go uh, try out for the minors uh, mm-hmm. after this. Uh, and my pooper, I guess, would be just the not to bring down the vibe or anything, but there's like two like weird racist uh, ish jokes that were like, oh man, like it just you know, sign of the time in the nineties. Um, so, mm-hmm. that, um, and I think that I think that's the episode. I think we did the Mighty Ducks. You guys, does anybody have any final thoughts uh, before we go our separate ways? I just think it sounds like we got to do D. We got to do D two. We have to do D two. We have to. Yeah. As we record these, I think we find more and more out of movies we have yes. to do. Yes. So we'll get to it eventually. We will. We will. Probably not next week, though. Probably not next week because no. we have a very special movie lined up for next week. Greg, do you remember what movie is lined up for next week? Do you remember? Do you remember, Greg? Oh, is it another Disney classic? Might be, might be. Okay. Do you uh, want to share with the... Aladdin. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast. Yes. It's, it's Famous sports film. Are we doing Remember the Titans next week? We're doing Remember the Titans next week. Goddamn right. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Heavy, heavy hitter. Yeah. This is a big one, I feel like, for you, Greg. Maybe. Wow. Okay. This is I guess we'll find No, it is. It is. It is. But, you know, we'll see. We might have a guest on the pod. Who the hell knows? Another well, guest. And we had a fantastic guest on the show today. Round of applause for Aaron Blood and everybody. Oh, yeah. Quack, 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 let me know. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And, and thank you, Aaron Biden, for the use of our theme music, by the way. We've never gotten to thank you in person before. You can thank me with some money. Okay, yeah, we'll pay you. Check. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I get paid, you get paid. Um, and that's it. Uh, we will see you next week for Remember the Titans. Uh, this is And You Are the Hoops Crew. And as I always say, Seacrest Quack. Bye. Bye.